0: It's honestly not an exaggeration to say that we are living in a historic moment in the healthcare industry. Everything is in flux right now. Everything. COVID and the rise of telemedicine have changed the entire industry from workloads to payment to patient experiences. And in all likelihood, none of that's going back to how it was before. Which raises a very difficult question for providers of all kinds. As workloads increase, as workers burn out, as customer needs change, and, of course, as the pandemic continues to rage on, well, two questions. One, how do you give yourself a break? Because, and two, how are you as a team leader going to position your organization to succeed in what can only be described as these seismically changing times? This is Transformation at Work, a podcast about real stories of business transformation and Salesforce success, eh, without all the jargon attached. The show is brought to you by Jarrett, a summit level Salesforce consulting and implementation partner and solutions provider. And I am Jeff Stormer, your host, as always. This episode, we're taking a wide look at the healthcare and life sciences industry and the ways in which Salesforce technology is helping providers and payers alike navigate these massive, historic changes, and how technology partners such as Jarrent are helping providers make the most out of their investments. We're joined this episode by Jim Rogers, Jared's Senior Vice President of Health and Life Sciences. A registered nurse by training, Jim has been in healthcare for over 27 years, with 23 of those years as an RN, and over 15 years running healthcare operations and service lines. Simply put, he's an expert in the area, and to cap it off, he's had 12 years of experience as a Salesforce customer and partner Prior to joining Jarrant, with seven years of experience consulting with payers and providers on creating engaging patient experiences with Salesforce Health Cloud. We begin our conversation really emphasizing exactly what barriers healthcare providers are facing at the current moment from the pandemic to beyond and why they
1: call for a need for digitalization. There's been sweeping changes over the last year and a half within um, healthcare payer and providers. Uh, There's really an unexpected shift in in managing patients in a a digital format. And I think healthcare organizations today are realizing that healthcare is not going back to normal post-pandemic. Pre-pandemic, digital transformation was a nice-to-have. It was on people or healthcare organizations' roadmap. Um, but it really wasn't being fully implemented. And that completely changed with the pandemic. Um, It's now a must-have. Digitally connected care is here to stay. Uh, I think the second thing is, is that um, healthcare organizations are realizing that patient care is 24-7. It it was in the hospitals, but it really wasn't in ambulatory care and primary care and um, ambulatory services. and, And what healthcare organizations are having to do now is respond to Patients shopping for a consumer-grade experience. They want to be connected 24-7. They want answers today. And they're shopping for not necessarily the best care, but the best experience. And then that digitally connected care um, component, uh, remote monitoring, telemedicine, remote care, um, those things aren't going away. And I think the third thing that that we're seeing is that um, staffing is a huge issue for healthcare organizations. It's no surprise that that nurses and caregivers are burnt out on on caring for patients and and caring for uh, COVID patients, along with all the other patients that they're having to care for, just adding that component to it. But it's really not just the nurses or allied care providers, um, folks that are managing patient access, referrals, referral management, scheduling, revenue cycle. All of those folks have felt this, this strain as well. And
0: really, the thing is, any one of those factors, you know, healthcare workers facing burnout, changing expectations around patient experience and what customers are looking for, the pandemic, any one of those things on its own is a deep, difficult issue for healthcare providers to manage. And, you know, when you lay them out all next to each other and all happening at the same time from where I'm sitting, that kind of sounds like a powder keg. Is that something you could talk more about? What does that look like? they're all unfolding at the same time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and it's really accelerated those digital transformation plans. If if you can't hire more people, then you need to figure out how to care for and navigate patients through your healthcare organization um, with less people, but but do it in a way that's that's digital. Provide more channels for patients to engage and still let them feel connected um, to the healthcare organization as they navigate through their their healthcare journey.
0: Related to that, patient confidence in healthcare providers has taken a hit in recent years. How do you see providers dealing with this and where do you see opportunities for digitalization to better develop those relationships?
1: I think the biggest challenge is that healthcare organizations need to meet patients where they are. I think a lot of healthcare organizations have this preconceived idea about how they should engage with patients, that it needs to be a human to human connection and I can just speak from personal experience. If I have the option to make a phone call and wait on hold and talk to a human being, or use a chat bot or or a text messaging solution, I'm choosing the chat bot hundred percent of the time.
0: You and me both, especially with the number of what I would call routine questions that I that I have come up. If I'm just looking for like my once my prescription refill available, I will just as easily go to a chat bot and say, just tell me what the date is, look it up on a file and spit that out at me and then have it be done in five minutes.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And and organizations, you know, there were some things that they were doing and, and they thought, oh, well, we're being, you know, we've got a digital front door and we're offering things like callback assist, right? Which is really, I don't wait in line listening to music. I just still have to wait in line you know, to speak to you. Um, and I don't get my answer that I need right away. When you already know the answer and I have the question, why don't we connect the two of those? digitally and 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 let me talk to a virtual agent you know that's
0: a really great way to put it because like you said for so many of these questions having those answers really readily available on demand feels from where i'm sitting like a really easy way to build trust in an organization could you talk a little more about that the way that these automations are impacting the way that patients interact with their healthcare
1: providers sure and and i think if we go back to you know Yesteryear, and we look at healthcare, and physicians made house calls and they knew the patient, they knew the family, they knew their history, but they knew them as a, as a human being as well. That's what patients are still looking for. They want healthcare organizations to know them as, a, as an individual, as a mom or a dad or a caregiver, an active senior, and then to engage with them in the context of their healthcare journey. So if, um, if I'm getting reminders, I don't want just reminders, I want coaching and encouragement and education and support. I want a connected digital experience. And if I'm engaging with one part of the organization and I engage with another part of the organization, you should know that I've had multiple contacts with the organization. Create an experience for me, not just um, a, a healthcare appointment or a visit.
0: And, you know, to your point, that's so vital from a patient standpoint, just being able to visualize like, yes, I am a person. And if I'm seeing a healthcare provider, you know, even for a routine checkup, the stakes are fairly high. Like the level of importance I'm putting on this is very literally my health. That is something that I think expecting or wanting or needing that level of personal understanding care is not just understandable, it's an essential piece of the puzzle is to be able to say like, yes, I'm I'm here because I, I think something might be wrong. And getting that level of personalized care is really, it can be life-changing.
1: Yes. And, and what else should I know about this procedure or this visit, right? What should I expect? Simple things like, you know, where do I park, right? Which entrance mm-hmm. do I come through? Is, is my doctor... Um, on maternity leave, and I'm going to see a different provider today. All of those things are incredibly important to be able to connect with and engage with the patients and create an experience.
0: So, what steps is Jaren taking to help healthcare providers tackle
1: these challenges? How do we help them get started? Sure, um, Jaren's really taking a, a different approach to this digital transformation, and as a Summit Salesforce partner. Um, Salesforce has been intentionally selling into healthcare um, providers and payers for the last seven years, and really they've made great progress in positioning Salesforce as a solution for patient and member engagement, not just marketing and sales where it was traditionally used in healthcare and other industries. And while there are opportunities for healthcare organizations to add Salesforce Health Cloud and Marketing Cloud, I believe the greater opportunity is to expand the use cases organizations Have already implemented Salesforce for. Um, There's over 350 hospitals and health systems now that have implemented Salesforce as their CRM. And and in conversations that I've had with healthcare organizations over the past several years, they're, they're really looking to make digital transformations. And most already have at least one Salesforce org, but they don't feel that it's being used to its full potential. They've not upgraded or or optimize that org to take advantage of the latest Salesforce innovations. And they have unused licenses sitting on the shelf that they could be using for a different use case. It's also not integrated into their electronic healthcare records, their claims data, their electronic data warehouses. It's not integrated into their communication platforms. Um, in their patient access centers, clinics, or ambulatory care centers. It's really just another digital tool that's siloed from other applications that they use on a day to day basis. And I feel like Jaren can come in and assess the need for optimization and integration and allow healthcare organizations to realize the full value of their Salesforce investment. So then we can advise on the best use cases to add or grow moving forward to create better patient, member, and employee experiences.
0: Now, which brings me naturally to the next question. If I am, you know, if I am a team leader, a manager, director thinking about all this, and I am I am looking to make Salesforce uh work for my organization, I'm looking to take full advantage of Salesforce. What are the steps that you believe that I should be taking as a boots on the ground level? How can I help my team operationalize this and truly integrate Salesforce into my organization and really get the most out of what Salesforce can offer?
1: That's a great question, and, and I, I always answer it the, the same way, that Salesforce is not a magic wand. Um, you really have to start with your patient journeys, or if you're a healthcare payer, your member journeys, and, and you have to do this homework before you can really leverage the Salesforce platform. Segment your patient or member population. Map out what an ideal journey would look like. What's the initial engagement for the patient? What's the message? What's the follow-up? Um, engagement has to be bi-directional. You know, what's the next step that you would take with this patient based on their response or based on a trigger from data in your electronic healthcare record. It's really about creating personalized experiences. And this could be something like bariatric surgery, right? So I'm a patient, I'm hundred pounds overweight. I wanna make a change in my life and I see an ad for bariatric surgery and I click on it. What's the first step in that process? What's a seminar, right? I need to learn about this. And then if I'm engaged in this, I might get a questionnaire that says, hey, are you willing to make the commitment to do these four things in order to change your life? It's not just about the surgery. And I say yes to those things. And then the next step should be a surgical consult. Well, how do I find the right provider? So how does the organization guide me through that process to pick the right surgeon? And then what happens, right? Now I've got all these qualifications that I have to do, respiratory and cardiac. Uh, I have to meet with a dietitian. What does that look like? This is all a big patient journey, and they're all touch points and experiences. And if you map that out, now you can create that connection, leveraging the Salesforce platform, leveraging omni-channel engagement with the patients. And as the patient moves through that journey triggered by the EHR or by a care manager or by inputs from themselves, they go to the next step in that process. And so you literally digitally hold their hand through through a journey. And I think where Gerent can help is that we can map out these journeys, determine where there's an opportunity for automation, um, connect the right systems to make the journey more efficient and effective for both the care team and the patient.
0: Mapping out that customer journey and making sure that that data flows easily from point A to point B to point C to point D in the event of an emergency makes all the business sense in the world, right? It makes your employees' experience easy. It cuts out some extra repetitive data work. But I really want to emphasize what a difference that makes from a patient experience level. Because, like, imagine for a moment you've developed a cough. You go into your doctor's website, you fill out a chat bot, you enter your symptoms, you talk about, you know, you answer a few questions. A few days later, you go in for a consultation. The difference in your experience when the first person you talk to at your doctor's office knows what you've been dealing with, knows your symptoms, knows what you entered into that chat bot, has read that interaction. That is going to so immediately change your stress level, your comfort level. That is just going to make your entire healthcare experience that much easier. And, you know, when you're dealing with your own health or if you're dealing with a family member's health or you're trying to pay a bill, all of these things carry so much weight and so much stress that that is... Anything that that healthcare providers can do to mitigate that stress is going to build deep and profound relationships with the patient that is going to keep that patient coming back for care again and again and again. And in a moment when healthcare is changing so massively, the power of that cannot be overstated. Now, the other side of that is that that raises a real tangible challenge for the people actually tasked with building out these digital transformations. And that is... How do you get that data to flow seamlessly from point A to point B to point C when teams previously have had siloed processes, individual points of entry, multiple sources of truth? How do you as a team leader kickstart that process and actually start to build out that digitalization process? Let's hear what Jim has to say
1: yeah, I, I think that's a that's a real challenge for healthcare organizations. You know in order to create in order to create a better patient experience, um, it has to make the care team and the support service employees' jobs easier, right? You have to arm them with the right information at the right time and the right format uh, to create the experience and make a better experience for both the patient and the employee. It's got to be automated. Um, it's got to be fully integrated. It can't be siloed. And, and healthcare organizations have done this you know, over the years, especially during, during COVID. Everybody wanted to put a chatbot on their website, right? The, the problem was that they, they would go and they would buy a healthcare chatbot. There's lots of them out there. They would implement it. And you know they would arm it with some questions and answers to be able to, to do things. But at some point, they needed to speak to a nurse or get triaged by a nurse and so they would click a number, maybe it's even click to dial where they dial in, they get to the nurse and nurse has no idea what happened in that chatbot. there's no transcript. And, and so the, the way that organizations can really solve for this is to integrate across the platform. And Salesforce is a great tool to be an orchestration layer and an aggregator of information. Take what we know about the patient from the electronic healthcare record, take what we know about the patient from other inputs, like a chatbot, pull those things together. And then when you're engaging with the patient, screen pop those things. Um, bring those things right to the forefront. Let the the nurse or the caregiver or the care manager or or anybody who's engaging with that patient, let them reference those things as they're engaging with the patient. So they're engaging with the patient in context. I ran a healthcare organization in Colorado, and it was a 24-7 contact center doing nurse triage. And we were supporting a group of patients who were in a care management model. When that patient called in Um, for triage, we automatically screen pop their care plan, their conditions, and who their their care team was and exactly what they were doing. And so we knew that they had, say, a digital tool, a blood pressure um, machine at home, and we could ask them to take their blood pressure. We wouldn't have known that if we didn't bring that data in um, and engage with that patient. And then we had automatic workflow after that that let the the care manager to know that this patient called in at 2 a.m. on a Saturday night um, to to engage with us, and here was the outcome of that immediate notification the second they they signed into salesforce
0: and being able to you know truly automate that handoff and be able to give you that data upfront even before your first point of contact with a patient like you can hear and you can imagine just what a profound impact that is because like I know if I know it from a patient perspective, you know the second that I walk in and my my provider and you know the doctors and nurses, the second that everybody knows, here's your history, here's what you've done. Like, and we have that information and we can truly act on the information that has already been there. Like thinking about it from a patient perspective, that's going to give me so much more confidence in my provider and in the healthcare and in the the healthcare support that I'm going to receive. And uh, that just, frankly, when at a time when you're scared, that can make all the difference in the world.
1: Yeah, 100%. And and I think what you're trying to create, um, electronic healthcare record is is great. It's the system of record for a patient. It's their health conditions, it's, you know, some demographics about who they are. Salesforce allows you to create um, an engagement record. So I could know their dog's name. I, I could know what motivates them to get through this cancer treatment journey. I could know what kind of activities they do. So if I know that that they're an avid skier and they're having knee surgery, I could match them with a surgeon who also is an avid skier who understands the kind of performance capabilities they want to get back to post knee surgery. So it almost you could almost create a knee harmony for healthcare providers and patients and and matching them using the data that we have to create a better experience.
0: And that's that's incredible. That's an incredible experience top to bottom and that kind of already starts to gesture towards our next question which is as one of the biggest challenges when you spoke about it earlier is the workload for providers at all levels from payment processors to nurses and doctors that workload has exploded exacerbated by by covid how can jarrant help healthcare providers balance their need for digitalization and get and unlocking the benefits that we're talking about while also addressing the often overwhelming workload that healthcare providers are currently dealing
1: with it's creating uh, automation and workflow that reduces the number of clicks or inputs that are required, creating consistency across the encounters with patients, you know, regardless of the department or the patient need. Um, it really has to be an integrated experience, right? Don't make healthcare workers search for information that we have. Surface it based on on what we know about the patient. And if they're calling in or they're chatting with us, we're asking them questions, and we know why they're calling in. We know what the service is. It, we know that if it's a referral, we know we've got our top providers that we want to surface for either for that agent in a virtual agent model, engaging with a patient or with a, a human agent. So let's bring those to the forefront um, and make this an easier process. Don't make um, agents search for information that we have, put it right in front of them.
0: Yeah. Like you said earlier, like it is, you are, you are making things better for both the patient and the employee. And by doing so, like, you're taking, you're taking an interaction that may have six steps and maybe, you know, half an hour and do an interaction that has one step and is two minutes. And that is, that is time that can go back towards those interactions that require that human touch. And that is going to make a profound difference when it matters. And it is going to take something off of an, off of an employee's plate. When it, when it, when it, when it can be automated, it's going to take a little bit off of their plate, which can be a, huge difference in their quality of life just as an overworked healthcare employee.
1: Yeah, the biggest initiative that we're seeing is, is um, AI-driven or intelligent self-service, right? So allowing the patient to ask a question, um, bringing the answer directly to them, allowing them to search for things and, and, you know, based on what they're searching for, provide them the right answers. The more that we can do self-service in an automated model 24-7 for patients uh, allows our, our, you know, healthcare workers and nurses and, and uh, patient access center workers to engage on the things that require a human touch or human interaction right a referral doesn't require a human being to let the patient know that they've been referred for an orthopedic consult let them know which three providers are closest to them geographically and let them choose which one they'd like to schedule with and then access the EHR's open scheduling platform and actually schedule the appointments none of that takes a human intervention yet we spend hours and days waiting to get in touch with the patient, let them know as a referral, and connect them into the organization. So putting
0: it all together, what do you think sets Gerant apart from other technology partners for HLS practices in particular? And why should these teams choose Gerant to help them mobilize change?
1: Sure, I, I think the biggest one is the reason that I chose Gerant, Well, really two reasons. One, um, Gerant's foundation is as a professional services partner for Salesforce. Right. So they spent the first 10 years of their existence focused on creating customer success stories, um, especially when there wasn't a great success story there. Maybe they had another partner and and Jarrett was able to come in and rescue that project or that implementation and get it back on track. So I think that's a really, really important component that they're really customer first. I think the second piece is the intentional focus on Salesforce Industries or SFI. Um, formerly Velocity. Um, SFI is the future of Health Cloud um, and really all of Salesforce. And, and we're seeing Omni Studio integrated into Health Cloud today. There are more things that are coming from that Velocity platform directly into Health Cloud, the solution that we're using for healthcare providers. Um, and Jarrett, through its, its sister company, was a partner of Velocity um, before Salesforce even acquired it. And they continue to be a go to partner for SFI. And then we have numerous success stories in healthcare that a lot of organizations don't have, leveraging that SFI model. Um, and I think the other component of it is that we're adding principal consultants who understand um, hospital operations. Uh, they understand value-based care, population health, care management, electronic healthcare records. And so the folks that we're bringing on to our healthcare team have been there and done that, but also know the value of Salesforce. And they may not have done it with Salesforce, but they wish they had, and they know how to take that experience and apply it to the tool that Salesforce can provide and then create better experiences for patients today. Look, let's not mince words here. A lot of
0: the healthcare practices of the past simply aren't going to cut it in the new modern landscape that we find ourselves in today. Patients want a different experience with personalized 24/7 care easy access to answers, and a human connection to their providers, even when dealing with large hospitals, payers, or emergency care. Providers need to balance an overwhelming workload, customer requests across a myriad of channels, and of course, the ongoing pandemic. And workers? Well, let's be real. Workers need a break, and they need technology to give them that break. The time to deploy digital tools in your organization is now. And luckily, there are qualified technology partners to help make that transition as seamless as possible and help you make the most out of every single investment you make. This has been Transformation at Work. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Jim Rogers for an incredible conversation. Transformation at Work is, as always, produced by Jarrett in collaboration with Salesforce. I am Jeff Stormer, your host and producer. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. And we hope to see you again real soon.